The thick mat of brush parted and the bleeding figure of the demon fell into the space Hull was occupying. Picking up a large tree branch, he swung in full tilt at the demon's head. Crash and a slippery crunching sound issued from the monster's head as Hull made contact with the aberration. The monster blinked its eyes a few times. A thick yellow gel poured in around its eyes from the open wounds on its head. It screamed through clenched teeth. Hull stood his ground and began chanting as he hoped for a reprieve. All in all, by the gods of the underworld, end this pursuit and slay this demon scourge. By the gods of the underworld, slay this demon scourge, he yelled into the early dawn chill. The demon roared and grabbed Hull. Hull pulled a knife from his pocket and swung and swung. Drink the wine! The man's head had nearly been blown in half, and a sodden mess of brains lay next to his motionless figure. Blood, great puddles of congealed crimson liquid, pooled beneath his body. He had just missed the action. The killer's escape, his way out by self-destruction. The man whispered, Drink the wine, Posey. He held out a bottle of grape MD-2020 toward Posey. Have a sip, my man, have a sip. Posey turned and walked out of the neon electric to the waiting street with its freaks, ghosts, burnouts, hookers, and dirty dreams of poverty. He made his way back to the motel and bolted the door behind him and put the original back into the bank manager's wallet without capture or keep. No one had been the wiser. He had gone back to his teller's booth smiling and humming a tune from Oklahoma. Prey swiped the card in the Telemax sentry, and the crimson color laser beams disappeared. A breath, the space of a scream, the moment of decisive capture and wanting delirium came to a precise perfect conclusion as the giant cage descended around Prey. The hall went dim, and the recessed lighting went dark violet. Prey stood there in shock as a high-pitched hum filled the air around him. Submissively, Prey fell to the floor, the endurance of a wilting rose, the pale horse in full gallop against ebony shadows and moments of winter sleep. Prey simply gave up. Preset for Earth. He had wagered his All he had to do was launch. The child in him was thrilled with the legend and myth space travel and home away from the awful horror of the moon base. Do you own what belongs to the heart of desire and eternal rest? Scarlet tears and the love of another day for tomorrow will be with the help of our breath, he said aloud as the rocket launched into space for Earth. The starlit sky called the heavens and the hope that stone felt was overwhelming. But what if they had gone on infected? What if the vaccine never made it to Earth? What if he looked forward to the approaching Earth and a shiver of fear ran down the length of his body? A new frontier, he had to hope, and he did have two freezer packs filled with the vaccine. What lay before the temple in seasons of chance and change, an alm and a prayer for mankind. The anthrax! The anthrax, Curb moaned. What the hell is... Favor trailed off as the house exploded with a loud, booming burst of flame. 
Both men flew into the air, nearly to the center of the front yard. As miracles happened, they were uninjured except for a few cuts and bruises. The fire trucks were there for five hours before Kerb awoke on Lug's living room sofa. He had dreamed, and the dream was full of dark shadows, cameras, stage lights, and blood. Lights! Camera! Action! Someone shouted from the end of a long, dark tunnel. Kerb looked at himself. He was wearing a knee-length lab coat with a name. Dr. Coffee, Dr. Coffee, come fill my cup. I'm so thirsty, Dr. Coffee. He saw the ten-carat diamond ring on his left hand and grinned. It sparkled and glowed with an evanescent light. Smoke 